0: Hi I'm Jennifer and I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 54 of the podcast. Today we're actually talking a little bit of a spin on all to do with our health. Now I always say that your health is your true wealth. I think without your health you can't do things and enjoy things really the same way in life. I think it's one of the great prosperity secrets that we should focus on because it really does ripple and really expand into all areas of life. If you're feeling good mentally, physically, it then changes how you perceive the world can be and what you can do in it and the past couple of weeks i've had a specific focus with a couple of my friends to double down on our efforts and concentration on things that drive our health rather than just maybe the day job and thinking like that and we've called it our health as well focus and um, we actually decided that we'd use a little bit of the base of the 75 hard you remember matt that we did that yep. last year so we're doing two workouts a day we do one as a walk we're reading ten day um, 10 pages of a non-fiction book a day drinking lots of water I'm also calorie counting so part of it is actually being mindful about what you eat and follow some kind of program and the other one is don't drink alcohol but I don't drink anyway out of choice and the the whole point of this kind of time period is seeing what we can do to see a noticeable difference in how we feel and how we show up and a lovely thing would to be maybe tone up a little bit as well with two workouts a day
1: so I think the first thing to ponder for everybody. So obviously we're talking about how to uplevel your health and everything else. I think the first step before you can worry about up leveling or making a change is actually really thinking about your health. Where is it at the moment? So not just standing in front of the mirror, wobbling your belly taking a look at it and just saying, ah, that's annoying. I better do something about mm. it. As you then go and pick up a couple of biscuits with your cup of tea in the morning and don't really think any more about it. But when did you really think about where your health is up to? Where did you think about how your highs, mm. how your body and the shape of it or the size of it or whatever else is impacting your day to day? Do you really think about the fact that when you walk up a flight of stairs, you're a bit puffed out, that that actually might not be an ideal way to be? To be fair, I think even if you're really fit, sometimes going up a set of stairs a little bit too quickly is going to leave you puffed out because it's a different type of effort to what Mm. you might normally make. But when do you actually sit back and really say to yourself, where am I? Mm. Take a kind of just a, I guess, a review moment to really take a look and say right is is this where I want to be how how good or how bad is it because ultimately I think all of us probably want better for Mm -hmm, our bodies mm -hmm. even if you're an elite athlete you want to go quicker absolutely yeah. even if you're a olympic lifter you still want to go heavier so everyone wants more than what they've got Mm -hmm. the difference is that there are some people that are actively working towards a goal Mm -hmm. and then some people that haven't made their way on that journey so far
0: and I think what inspired me to to focus on health for the last couple of weeks even more so I've been reading a lot of books that have been written by male millionaires billionaires and their strategies of they've achieved the wealth if you like the status and now this is them um, looking back and actually saying, well, wait a minute, I've maybe sacrificed some other areas. That should have been more important. I always say that once you get money, it only solves your money problems, right? You've still got other problems in your life. It's just that one tiny area has been ticked off. Um, so I was reading The Almanac of Ravi Kant, I hope I've said that right. And Happy Sexy Millionaire, which is by Stephen Barlett. Both really good books, different strategies. So one guy is a venture capitalist in America And his is very structured as a life philosophy. So he made his money very quickly at the age of 25, 26, But then he realised there was other part of his life missing, so he went down studying a lot of old wisdom and things like that. And this was him now reflecting on how to use money and use health and well-being. Steve Barlett is a relatively new person on the scene, if you like. He just made his couple of millions in the past couple of years, started with nothing and built up. um, I think it's a marketing company. He runs; it's worth like two hundred fifty million now. Young guy, and he got the money, so he chased the dream, and then felt that he'd been kind of. Of sold the wrong dream, which it actually was the money didn't cure some of the other areas that he felt he was missing in life his well being, relationships, his fitness. And this has been something from the combination of that and how I've been feeling about myself. Particularly, I'm coming up to 40 in September of no. this year. I know, right? And I don't know why this number doesn't mean anything, but I want to be. Always evolving, and I feel like my strength and my kind of fitness was an area that I really wanted to focus on. And what I actually started doing in the past, well, month, six weeks actually, I've been using my fitness pal and I've been tracking my macros and my calories, which is something I've never done in my whole life. And this has actually been the only time period that I can actually see tangible results. In the shape of my body, in my fitness, I'm losing excess weight. Like I'm still doing everything that I would normally, and I'm I'm shifting a couple of pounds, which is a fantastic byproduct. But I like actually seeing now on a macro level the difference in my body as well. Function I've talked to Matt about actually my skin feels better when i focus a bit more on protein i'm eating a bit more balance of veggies i can see everything i can see everything down to fiber and what i'm putting in and actually you've had success because a ripple effect from me you've also been feeling this in your life as well
1: yeah so i think one of the things we need to ask ourselves when we're looking at our health and well-being is what are you eating mm. what are you drinking what are the volumes and the types of food and the frequency of how you eat, and and all those kind of things. And obviously, with your focus, and also my focus as well on my own things, but the knock-on effect of your um, focus changing yes. the, the food stuff that go in, ultimately, it results in generally a better quality of food going mm-hmm. in, yes. and also you're more conscious of portion sizes. So I think that for a lot of us, one thing we don't realise, and what we don't take into account, is actually that we are fueled by what goes into our system. Absolutely. (laughs) And then ultimately we burn that fuel. Now you could lay on the sofa all day doing absolutely nothing, moving as little as possible, having a little pot next to you for your your bathroom breaks and things like that. And you're still going to burn a bunch of energy. Yep. Your body would just use that to have your lungs and your heart and everything else working and churning away. And then obviously if you move around a bit, then you burn more. And then if you do some exercise, you burn even more. Yep. But I think a lot of people don't realize that ultimately in in life, we're working on a balance of in and out.
0: Mm -hmm. It really is that simple.
1: If you have everything matching, then you'll stay the same weight. If things go too far one way, then you'll lose weight. And if things go too far the other way, then you'll gain weight now, ultimately, anybody that's overweight, it didn't happen overnight. What will happen is you will be putting in more into your system than is going out. And you will have done that over a period of time. And therefore, you would accumulate excess weight, which is stored as body fat. Yes. Now, I think the, the problem we have around this whole calorie thing is not that we don't have a rough idea of what we should be eating like i think a lot of people already have an ingrained in their head that two thousand for women two and a half thousand it's totally
0: genetic
1: (laughs) but it's not too far off now granted your weight and your height and everything else actually factor into it and you can go online and find calculators to get your more accurate measurement but that's what we've got into our head but what we don't realize is all of these things that go into our system how big an impact they make like for example a Snickers bar two mm-hmm. hundred 250 calories right. or thereabouts. Yep. Right, that's quite a chunk Absolutely, for one bar yeah, yeah. that isn't particularly filling. A cereal with milk is about 500 calories, depending on your portion and well, things like that. How big a
0: portion are you giving? <laughs> I, have, I, I don't have...
1: I, does anybody eat the packet <laughs> suggestion of like 40 grams? I don't think so. So if you go to Starbucks, a latte is going to be about 150 calories. Wow. Just a standard coffee is about 100 calories.
0: <gasps> Wow, I don't drink coffee. Wow. Your, your Frappuccino
1: is about 300 calories. No,
0: that's like a burger.
1: <laughs> so think about this, right? If you've got, if as a woman, if you've got 2,000 calories available in a day and you have a Frappuccino at some point in the morning, another Frappuccino later, wow. that's 600 calories. And these aren't even the massive size ones. These are kind of like not the small, but the next mm. size up kind of roughly. That's 600 calories out of 2,000 wow. and you've not eaten anything yet. Wow. But let me make it even more scary for you right? Because a lot of people have takeaways yep, as yep. a meal once or maybe even Nothing much Nothing with them
0: in moderation, yep.
1: Okay, a 12-inch, so medium pizza, mm-hmm. a whole pizza is going to be close to 2,000 calories wow. for the entire pizza. Now, granted, you might not eat it's an entire pizza, <laughs> but you're not going to stop at two slices. No, no, So therefore, that's a lot. Wow. And also, it's things like egg fried rice. For your typical portion... It's about 200 calories. This one surprised me. Prawn crackers, about 215 calories.
0: For how big a size? Just
1: for an average portion. They're yummy though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and also you've got stuff like um, chips, well, chip shop cod in batter is about 450 calories. Wow. That's with no chips. Just, that's just for the cod the fish, in batter. Yep. Um, and also for like a chow mein, for a serving, it's about 350 calories wow, or so. okay. So the point is, it's not about necessarily knowing what you should have, Mm. but it's not realizing what's in the stuff that you're having. Mm -hmm.
0: So the first thing I did when I wanted to focus on this health as my wealth, I've mentioned this technique before. I love kind of giving you a starting point. We're going to just we're going to take it as our base right now and then improve it to up level our health and well-being it's called a prosperity wheel and if you've heard me mention it on another podcast i can't remember which one but it's imagine a circle okay so it's a task that you'll get a bit of paper draw a circle and then divide up that circle in a couple of key areas like pies if you like of that circle so you'll label one family then another work then impact health money education self-care as your basic kind of circle divide and your job is to do two of these circles Pick one right now, maybe the left hand side, and this is how you feel life is right now. And we label it from zero to 10. So the middle of the circle is a zero, and out to the edge is a 10. Now, 10 means that that area of your life is fantastic. You cannot think of any other improvements. It's cooking on gas. So you would go around each of those pies family, work, impact, health, money, education, self care, and anything else you felt inspired to add and say, okay, if I was being honest, I'm not going to share this with anyone anyone how do I feel about my prosperity in those areas and what you do is you say well is it a six okay what makes it a six rather than a seven what makes it a six rather than a four really get specific and define it for yourself do your second wheel and this time do the one that you want to create and I would say actually have a short-term goal particularly if you're trying to like over you know overwhelm a lot of different maybe habits you've picked up they're not really serving you with your health in particular set a goal for three months time you want to take it to in all these areas a level above so that could be you decide you want to go from a six to an eight on your health or you want to go from a five to a seven or from to up to a ten but outside of that second circle write down what life will be to define it so what would it be for your health for example i can run 5k you're not going to give it a time you're just going to say i'm going to run a 5k or i'm going to lose half a stone or i'm going to track my calories and my macros. So I would, and this is something that I did. I had a general goal that I just wanted to feel really great in my body, but it to be as healthy and strong as I could be. And what I found was then things and suggestions, you know, tracking my macros is working hugely with me right now. I love it. It feels, you know, the the level of knowledge that I need to manage myself right now. You didn't find it
1: easy for the first two weeks though, did you?
0: No, actually the first week, I found difficult but it was more because I never I've never used that kind of accurate weighing because you have to weigh basically you have to literally weigh everything that you're making in your meals but see the beautiful effect this is what we talk about ripple effects right I now know the values roughly of what's in my food but I also shape meals differently so for me, I'll often start with like, what kind of carbs do I want? Carbs because sometimes I don't even want carbs. I don't want rice or bread, and then I'll put in protein. And then, ve- like, I just feel like I'm making better well, food. Plates.
1: Food in our house, I think, has never been better, oh. and that's off the back of it ultimately being a focus and a mindful yes. area.
0: And the boys as well. So our two boys are eating far better, aren't they? That yeah, the, is a the joy, range to and the watch. quality
1: is is definitely better. I think food actually when we're looking at our health and well-being is the biggest focus we should have i mentioned the fact that we probably don't realize the calories and therefore yes, the, the fuel yep. that's going in of a lot of these things and a lot of the time when we think about right i want to change my body shape mm. we think oh okay i'll go for a run i'll go exercise yeah but i
0: learned it's actually everything i've been well, trying to do that <laughs> the, the
1: problem you've got is if you go for a 10 minute jog mm at 5 miles an hour which isn't crazy quick but it's not it's not walking pace it's yep. a, you know it's a little nice light jog for 10 minutes you're going to burn 80 calories
0: wow is that all
1: that's it wow
0: that's so that's, that's the thing
1: i think that everybody mm. when they're trying to make a change to their body shape and when they feel like they want to do something to it it's the food consumption mm. and the exercise that we look at entirely wrong. We don't yep. realize yep. the impact that both of them make and therefore we put our focuses in the wrong area. Go run for half an hour or you lose a slice and a half a pizza. Mm-hmm. Like which mm-hmm. one's easier?
0: Absolutely, yeah, that's a great way to put it.
1: And, and that's the challenge. Ultimately, when you're working out, yes, if you're going on a cycle and you're working really hard, you can burn, especially if you're motoring along for 45 minutes an hour, you can burn 600 or so calories. Yes, yep. But if you decided to not have two slices of pizza off of the full pizza or three quarters that you'd normally Mm -hmm. have, that's 600 calories done. If you decide to remove one of those frappuccinos from your day, that's 300 calories done, which is Mm -hmm. much easier than half an hour of work. Mm. And I think the key to making changes to your health and your well being is ultimately saying to yourself, exercise is to make me stronger, to make my heart better performing, to make my lung capacity improve, to take my resting heart rate down, to improve my strength and ultimately my body composition when I lose body fat that I don't want. Mm. But food is the way that you reduce the weight, the body fat. And ultimately chipping away at the stuff that you don't want. Mm-hmm. So that's why you need to change a mindset mm-hmm. and not have um like the frequent mindset in January, new year, new me, mm-hmm. get to the gym, work really hard. You know what? Going to the gym and working hard is good for you physically. It's also good for you mentally. Mm-hmm. But it isn't going to be the thing that reshapes your body. It's the food. And ultimately understanding how much energy goes in with certain things, how much you burn from other things is the key. The moment you understand the concept, the moment you're closer to the information Mm -hmm. and then you can be mindful about your choices is the time when you can actually make a change. So I realized we um, had just a medium pizza from a shop shop that we had in the house. And I realized that I could get two slices for 500 calories. Wow. Now I was having, um, I think aiming for about 500 calories per meal and then other bits and pieces around times in order to put me in a lower calorie intake. Yes. Then I burn. And I found that two slices of pepperoni pizza, which is a quarter basically of a regular kind of size that you pick up from the supermarket was not fulfilling Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. all yep yep whereas over the course of time i found that i could have a chicken stir fry with vegetables and a good amount of rice in there and you know a plate that's actually looking really quite full would give me the same amount of calories Mm -hmm. and it's incredible when you look at it from that point of view one meal is not satisfying at all and Mm -hmm. you really will be thinking to yourself Well, you know what? I need something to to follow that up. Or I need to have more slices. Like I can't stay within 500 because I'm not satisfied Mm -hmm. versus the other choice, which gets you to that target and leaves you feeling full and satisfied and not reaching for something else. The moment you can be aware of things and then make those choices is when you can actually start to make a real change to how your body looks, how you feel about it, and the journey that you want to go on.
0: I would always say when you're trying to, you know, take anything to the next level, particularly your health, find things that feel like they would be fun. So I've had to learn how to macro count and that, and it wasn't fun at the start, but I knew it was probably the missing piece to my journey with my health. And it's been incredible, the knowledge I've got in a short space of time. The other flip side for me is I focus on activities, my health and well-being that I really enjoy. I really enjoy walking. I, I, you know, I can walk for seven, ten miles a day quite happily. I've just this week taken up yoga because I felt like that could also be something fun. I love cycling. We've got a a DIY Peloton bike in the garage. That's my jam. You know, I love cycling to music. So I I will very much oscillate towards things that feel fun to do. And so, if the first place, if you're. to up level your health and well-being sit down and think what would be fun to do in terms of moving my body and walking is free as far as I know so it can even be you know what I'm going to put on really great music a podcast like ours and I'm going to get out and pound the streets
1: so I think if you're unsure whether you want to commit to making a change whether you feel like you can there's a couple of things you can actually think about and a couple of things you can explore in order to find your way to that journey so the first step is How much do you weigh right now?
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And then how much should you weigh? Mm -hmm. And when I say should you weigh, most of us actually, the BMI guide is, it's not the best guide, Mm -hmm. but it's the best we've got. And it's not too bad for your average person. If you're an athlete or something else, it starts to go wrong. But for most people, it's a decent guide as to how to look at where your body's up to. Yes. So, Work out roughly how much weight you need to lose. Or if you've got other clothes in your wardrobe and you knew roughly what you weighed when you fitted into them, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. use it as a reference point. Then what I want you to do is get yourself a backpack mm-hmm. and load that backpack up with the amount of weight that you need to lose.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: So find multiple pounds or multiple stone mm-hmm. of stuff and load it in the backpack. And then just wander around, maybe do a bit of housework for half an hour with that backpack on. Okay. See the burden that that's putting on you. See the strain that that's mm. putting on your body. Now, granted, it's over the weight that you're currently bearing, but it's a good example of how much impact the weight that you're carrying is having onto mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, by throwing even more. Even on. more, yep. And then take the weight off and then notice how much lighter you feel how much more relieved you feel how much easier it is Mm -hmm. to move yourself about and to you know walk up and down the stairs whatever else it is and that will give you an indication of how much better you'll feel Mm -hmm. if you were to lose the excess weight that you might be carrying Mm -hmm. because ultimately the before and after of that backpack is the same as the before and after of that fat loss the impact that being overweight can have on your body overall is huge. There's a lot of things that are driven by being overweight and obese or even more than that. Things like cancer. The number one cause Mm -hmm. is obesity. Mm -hmm. For this um, coronavirus issue, the biggest impact of people getting into hospital and needing respirators Mm -hmm. and ultimately dying has been our physical health now obviously the older you get the more likely you are to be overweight or your, your health just declining mm-hmm. but if we remove your kind of older frail people and you move into more of the general population most of the people that have suffered and impacted the hardest have been overweight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they've been in the obese category it's the biggest driver for so many health issues mm-hmm. that we have And relatively, it's easily fixed because we can all take accountability for ourselves and put ourselves in a better place. Mm -hmm. So when you look at those two steps, just that impact that it has, that weight when you can physically feel it Mm -hmm. and say, geez, that's what I'm carrying Mm -hmm. that I don't really want to and I probably shouldn't. And then you look at the other health implications. It should be huge motivation to do something. Now the challenge is what we don't want to do is try to do something very quickly. Yes, yeah. Crash dieting they don't work. is You well, lose they work. it and then you
0: put it on again. Yeah. Well, the
1: the challenge is that you go from not having a healthy relationship with food, mm-hmm. not knowing how to eat properly, to then being on a crash diet, which is not a healthy relationship with food and mm-hmm. not knowing how to eat properly. And then what do you do after the fact? Mm -hmm. So at no point are you learning how to structure your consumption in a way that is actually something that you can maintain Mm -hmm. and keep up Mm -hmm. with and that is healthy and enjoyable and a good balance for you. Because ultimately, I'm not suggesting that you should remove takeaways entirely. I'm not saying that you shouldn't eat cakes and treats and frappuccinos and everything else. The whole point, of making progress and ultimately having something that's sustainable is being aware of what all of these things are and what they have and ultimately how they fuel your body whether there's too much in one thing too little in another thing whatever it happens to be and then being mindful about how you balance it Mm -hmm. that's all it is if you're gonna have 2,000 calories a day as a woman which means that you've got a certain amount over the course of a week well If you decided that you're going to have a big, heavy takeaway on a Saturday, Mm -hmm. then you probably need to remove some of the calories over the course of the week. So your week average ends up being 2,000 Mm -hmm. a day. If you decide that you're going to have a frappuccino because it's important to you, you really enjoy it, you have it in a social setting, fine. Well, maybe then you need to not have the cake later or maybe you need to cut down on a couple of the portions of other things you have and just take away 20% of your breakfast of your lunch or whatever to make room for it. Mm -hmm. That's the key. It's not about going on a kale shake diet and Mm -hmm. everything else. Mm -hmm. It's actually saying, how do I make small tweaks mm-hmm. to the things I'm doing, how do I either reduce portion size or how do I just become smarter? Because ultimately, a calorie is a calorie, but the amount you get for your calorie, mm-hmm. when we're looking at that pizza, pizza versus stir fry, there's a huge difference in what you get for your money. Yes. And ultimately, by being mindful about it, by being very aware of it, you can definitely get a lot more bang for your buck mm-hmm. if you want to.
0: So the easiest thing well, I'll share my journey so for me wanting to up level my health this year I first of all went and got a, an approximation of my calorie input so I'm currently in cal- calorie deficit because I want to cut back on you know the, the weight that I'm carrying a little bit so that's the first thing I did go online get a TDEE calculator which is you know it's a very particular type of measurement in terms of what you'll actually need to survive and then based on what exercise you're doing and roughly if you're in deficit of even 100 300 400 whatever you decide a day you're going to then lose weight like the math supports it and I use my fitness pal so that I know that I've got my calories and what i'm eating and making choices based on the percentages of fats and carbs and protein that i like the next thing i would say is find one or two fun ways to exercise to get your heart rate up ideally for an hour a day i would say like to make a difference in your day i've found that that sweet spot's about an hour if it's an hour of walking or half an hour of dancing around the living room and half an hour walk
1: but just do what you can ultimately Mm. like it's not set in stone about how much you should move or whatever just do what you can if you're doing more than you are now that's a great start yes obviously some of us have got busier days than others Mm -hmm. so it's harder to fit things in but try to do something most days
0: yes so going back to the original tool your prosperity wheel what you're at right now and where you want to be keep that where you want to be as the focus i would even say you don't need to share with Really, anyone the focus that you're putting on your health, let your results speak volumes. That's what I tend to do. Don't announce to the world, it's probably not the best thing. You know, everyone will celebrate at the start, but they it may be harder to stick to it. You know, you might have some knockbacks and, and maybe feel a bit guilty. Celebrate your success a month down the line or two months. So, you keep this new attitude that you're going to do let's create results and then also you can tell people what you're up to and you know you can keep motivating yourself I also think that sometimes looking for a community of people who are maybe trying a different thing that you are so it could be joining a dance class or an online community where people are maybe weight training or it's women who are losing weight or anything like that if there's people that also will encourage you that don't know you I think that's a great thing because Mm -hmm. you can almost be honest there you can say Oh, I've had a rubbish week and I've wanted to eat chocolate. What do I do? And you'll get that non-judgmental inspiration and advice. Yeah, because everyone else has been there. You. Exactly. So you'll be so look for like blogs or websites or people who, are, who want to do similar to you. And another real great thing that I've found has really helped up-level our health and well-being this year is Matt and I obviously there's not been a lot to do in lockdown so one of the joys is going to the supermarket and actually we've been going to the supermarket and being more active in what we're putting in the trolley and looking for new things to try as well so we've found a certain type of yogurt that we like that's really great for protein it tastes really great I know that I'm putting things like kimchi and a lot more veggies into our basket but you become more aware of of actually different options out there because I guarantee your eating habits if you're maybe feeling they're not giving you the most energy they probably become quite routine and you're probably buying stuff out of habit rather than actually what you believe is good for your body overall
1: ultimately if you give more attention to areas that probably need it then you'll find that you can get a lot more from them so that's the key that we found At first, it was a bit difficult to work out what to eat, but now food is much more enjoyable than it's ever been, much more diverse, and we're just enjoying the process. The one thing I will say um, as a quick note on the MyFitnessPal thing is that you should definitely use it to track your calorie intake, and you should definitely use these TDE calculators to work out what your calories should be for your goals that you're working on, But make sure you don't make the mistake of saying, I've done a workout, my watch or an app or whatever says i burnt 300 calories. So guess what? I've now got 300 calories. I can munch on top of whatever I was doing. The whole point of the TDEE calculator is that it asks you your activity level and then it will take that into account as far as... The amount of calories that it suggests to you for each day. So that means that the exercise that you plan to do is already built in to the calculation. You don't exercise and earn the right to eat those calories because it will not put you in deficit. So that's just a quick tip because it's very easy to make that mistake. And especially I think in my fitness power, if you put in a workout, then what it does is it kind of adds that to the calories that you have available yeah, so
0: i don't i don't add them you're right exactly
1: so yeah the key is do not add it into my fitness Pal as an exercise exercise is just done as part of the tde calculation my fitness Pal, or an equivalent app of that kind of sort if you're using it to track calories is purely to just see where your food is up to do not eat back what you've worked out
0: Absolutely! Well, it's been a really fun episode, very practical, and I'd love to hear if you've got any fitness challenges or health challenges that you're going to take this on board. I hope we've given you practical things you can do that we have put in place. I know Matt's got a current challenge that he's doing for this month that he'll no doubt share with us on a future episode. You're running and things like that. Well, yeah,
1: you? actually, by the time this podcast is yep, out, it'll
0: be towards the end of it.
1: I'll probably be done, so, so
0: you might have a future episode. So if you, you want, well,
1: actually, it's going to be a video on. The the kempson house youtube channel Mm. so if you want to see that go check it out i'm doing 30 days of running 5k and um yeah i don't like running so (laughs) we'll see how that actually all pans out so go check that out that will be around now-ish, maybe, maybe in a week's time.
0: Exactly, it'll be very soon. So yeah, if you have been inspired, always you know send us an email, you can. The email is in the description of this podcast. And also, if you do enjoy, why not hit subscribe and you can follow the rest of our episodes. Um, it's been a joy talking to you today. Remember, you can catch up with more of what we do on my YouTube channel. It's called Mama Furfer. I'd love to have you over there. I talk about money, personal finance and entrepreneurship. We've also got a family channel called The Kempson House which is behind the scenes life a little bit as well and yeah you're on the podcast please do hit subscribe so you can follow more episodes why not even refer it to a friend if you've enjoyed today's episode or any of our other ones so thank you so much for listening today we'll speak to you very soon